The Fat Boy Show. From B. Lovey and uh, Koi Laray, the song we just heard is called Demon. And it's playing for you here on your number one station, RX Radio. You are listening to The Fat Boy Show. Speaking of demon, isn't that what happens when you put a tattoo on yourself? You become a demon. I'm sure many religious people would think that. Uh, previously, Olive and I were talking to Sheila, a lady who has a tattoo. And uh, I even quoted for her some Bible verses from the book of Leviticus. And she was like, whoa, okay. So even the Bible says I can't get a tattoo. But too late, she has one. Apparently, you are headed straight to hell if you have a tattoo. Did you know that, Sarah? Apparently so. Yes, to hell if you have a tattoo. Do you have no, a tattoo? No, I don't have a tattoo, but I've been contemplating on getting a tattoo. But do you know that body tattooing is an African, you know, tradition? A doesn't of, matter. Uh, what do you mean it doesn't Child matter? Child sacrifice is what an African tradition. Just because something is African tradition doesn't mean it's right or that you should do it. What do you mean it doesn't mean it's right? Because a white God told us not to tattoo our bodies. White God. And yet we as Africans have been very prideful of our tattoos because they mean something. They are uh, stories passed down from one generation to another. Those are cultures that make us who we are. So why should we erase that and yet it hasn't caused any harm and brought nothing but pride and Excuse me, joy but Sarah, for us? You share a name with one of the most important biblical characters, the wife of the man who made a covenant with God himself, the wife of Abraham, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Abraham made the covenant, not Sarah. This has nothing <laughs> to do with Sarah. <laughs> Why are you making this my problem? Why are you making Adam's, I mean, Abraham's decisions my problem? I was because not there. Because you have Sarah his wife's name. Sarah was not there. She wasn't there with him when he was going to, you know, sacrifice their son. Okay, so what kind of uh, tattoo are you going to get? <laughs> anyway, I love... Um, on I, your butt? Not on my butt. The butt, by the way, is a very sensitive place. To get a tattoo. To get a tattoo, yes. It Tell that to the so doctors much. who inject us there exactly, all the time. Exactly, yes. I wouldn't get a tattoo there. I would get somewhere on my wrist or my upper inner arm. Like a big one or a small one? Like a small one, not something big. Eh. Something small. But you know, you have to be careful because every person that has tattoos all over their body started with just one. Mm-hmm. And they thought it was just one. Mm-hmm. But the problem is it can never just be one. Because you mm-hmm. get one and you'll be like... You know, maybe what if I got a matching tattoo for the other side as well? <laughs> and then you just keep adding and you end up looking like Adam Levine. You had to go there. <laughs> that guy's, his body just looks so tacky. Not even cool. No, I think he looks very cool. I don't like, you know, full body tattoos on women. I like it if you just keep it in, you know, some places, but not like from neck all the way down to your toes and you're covering up your face. But yeah. I think it looks cool on guys. I wouldn't, tattoos, eh? I wouldn't mind a guy with tattoos. Yeah? Hmm. I wouldn't. Well, he would have to be light-skinned for the tattoos to show. No! Uh, for us who are dark-skinned, we can't get tattoos. No, even dark-skinned people do get tattoos. Really? Where? You just have to get... Uh, they just have to use ink that is, you know, highly Unless pigmented. I get those tattoos like the, the Wakanda guys, you know, like in the lip. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can use that as a password or as a gateway into some secret places. <laughs> But anyway, let us now find out what's popping. What's popping? So Sarah, do tell us what's popping today. Fatboy, I'd like to ask you a question. What would you think would be the ideal wedding gift for a couple? Ideal wedding gift yes. for a couple? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I would think um, a pair of matching watches. Matching watches? Yeah. Why matching watches? 
he wears it, she wears it, they wear it together, they look nice. His and hers. Or maybe uh, like a dining set <laughs> or, or maybe a sofa set. Oh, really? I mean, things that are practical they're going to use, that eh? they're going to use in their, mm. their home. Well, a couple in the United States is going viral after they told their guests that they do not want their boutique cups and kettles and matching watches. Hey! They wanted cash. Cash! To make a down payment on their home mortgage. Okay, I see where they're coming from. Yeah. Uh, they do have a point. I mean, uh, getting a home is uh, quite a costly yes. thing. And uh, if they feel like what they need is uh, cash contributions, I can see where, you know, how they're making sense. Mm-hmm. But man, it just seems so presumptuous because when it comes to gifts, you're not supposed to tell people what gifts to give you. Really? I mean, the audacity. What I do mean, you it's mean? like, it's like, let's say it's your birthday coming up in a few mm-hmm. days and you tell your boyfriend, by the way, boyfriend, for my birthday this year, what I want is don't buy me mm-hmm. some funny things, uh, jewelry. Me, what you can buy for me is a car. I think your boyfriend would look at you and be like, look at this fool. You know what? I defer because this year on my birthday, I told everybody I wanted a pair of shoes and I got about four pairs of shoes. I did not want people to give me things and now I'm pretending to be happy and yet I don't like your gift. It's the wrong color. It's it's the wrong item. Wait, I don't so, need so, it, they, so, so you no. got four pairs of shoes? I got four pairs of shoes wow. and I picked out the four pairs myself. Wow, is that the one you're wearing now? No, I'm wearing sandals, but I got four pairs of high heels. <laughs> high heel shoes? Yes. Okay. But I think it just saves everybody time when you tell the person what you want. Because, say for instance, if you're dating somebody and uh, you give them something that they don't need or don't like, do you understand? And then they're never it doesn't matter it. because it's, it's the thought that counts. It's like... Keep your thoughts. It's like, haven't you ever had, like, you have a kid. I remember, uh, I think, uh, you know, I've received, like, from a nephew. Hey, uncle, I painted something for you. And he gives it to you and you can see it just looks like, you know what I mean? Just uh, very ugly looking, can't even be called a painting, but just some really colorful smudges on a piece of paper. And it says, uncle, I painted for you. And, you know, you're like, oh, okay. And then you go and you hang it in the house, you put it on your fridge kind of thing. I mean, it's the thought that counts. How can you not appreciate something that's given to you from a good place, from a place of love? That is a child who doesn't earn money. Yeah, (laughs) and they're doing and giving you what they can. But if it is people, I think it's important for people to, you know, ask for what you want. There's also another woman who went viral on social media because at her baby shower, she told everybody who did not come with a gift to leave. She literally went on the microphone, the DJ cut the music, and she was like, if you don't have a gift, please leave. I've brought a gift. The gift is myself. <laughs> my presence. You're just there to eat people's my, meatballs. My and atmosphere. And food. <laughs> well, wow. anyway, couples in the U.S. are now reportedly raising uh, cash from their wedding guests for housing and other expenses, and that is according to a wedding planning website. That is Zola and the North. And according to the report, Housing-related cash registries have doubled on Zola, that is the website, since 2019. And over 2 million couples have used the service since its inception. That was in 2013, with three-quarters of them requesting cash for their expenses and financial times. So what um, a wedding registry is, like with more organized people, like say, for instance, in the United States, the couple puts together a list of things that they would like. You know, just a list of ideal gifts. And then whoever is invited is given a copy of that list. And then you can buy or contribute to anything on that list. Crazy. Okay. So now people are taking that away 
and instead of saying, oh, I want a, a, a microwave or a washing machine or a sofa set or whatever the case may be, they now just want cash to put uh, as a down payment on their mortgages. And this couple did raise up to 10,000 US dollars to put on their first deposit for a home. So, okay, so I guess they won. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what else is popping? <laughs> well, uh, Dua Lipa and uh, that's her name. Uh, Dua Wendy, Lipa. Dua Lipa. And because Wendy Williams used to call her Dua La Peep. Anyway. <laughs> Dua La Peep. Dua La Peep. Yes. Anyway, it's rumored that she's dating Trevor Noah. And that was after they were pictured hugging and kissing outside a restaurant in New York. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Dua Lipa and uh, Trevor Noah? Yes. It's very awkward. And everybody on social media is like, this is the most weird combination ever i don't know why i'm telling you and uh didn't trevor noah just recently lose his job he didn't lose his job he's leaving his yeah, job. yeah and yeah, by yeah. the way mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what he had to say about that listen to the clip i was chatting to roy wood jr uh yesterday when we finished uh the show and he reminded me that it has been seven years since we started the daily show with trevor noah <laughs> And one of the overriding feelings I, I, I found myself experiencing throughout the night and, and even today waking up was, was a feeling of gratitude, you know? Ronnie, like the journey we've been to, on together has been wild, you know, Roy, you know, all the correspondents, everyone, there's so many people who, who make this thing come together. And I want to say thank you to the audience for an amazing seven years. It's been wild. It's been, it's been truly wild. I remember when I remember when I remember when when we first started, and you you remember this, Ronnie. It was you know so many people didn't believe in us. It was a crazy bet to make. I mean, I, I still didn't think it was a crazy choice. Um, you know, this random African and bringing a Chinese guy from Malaysia, and <laughs> Chinese guy with accents, you know, on American um, TV. Yeah. yeah, man, and and. And what a journey it's been. Every single one of you who comes here to support us every single day, everybody who's, who's watched the show and then it's grown all around the world. And, you know, we, I recently went to India for the first time and there are people there who, you know, have supported everything that we've done. And I, I just found myself filled with gratitude for, for the journey. It's been absolutely amazing. It's something that I never expected. And I found myself thinking throughout the time, you know, everything we've gone through, the Trump presidency, the, the pandemic, <laughs> uh, but not the Biden presidency. What a loser and a political hack. Let him go. Seriously. Let him go. And by the way, <laughs> I feel like as a stand-up comedian, I thought some of his routines were quite interesting. He was accused of plagiarism mm-hmm. uh, here and there. Yes. But I, I found that uh, his delivery during his stand-up routines was pretty good. Uh, most memorably, uh, his bit on uh, casting Idris Elba as James Bond and yeah. why that's a problem. I thought that was a hilarious bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was that other bit that went very away talking about colonialism where yes. the British come to India. And <laughs> those are very, but when it came to doing the political commentary, I found it difficult to enjoy him because he was clearly very biased mm. uh, and he was clearly very openly leaning towards one political side because mm-hmm. say what you will about Donald Trump, you can't tell me uh, given what the world is facing right now, 
where there's war breaking out all over the place, countries yeah. getting invaded, the fuel energy prices sky high, and um, to act as though Trump was the only bad thing that ever happened in recent memory just seems to me that he's just reading off a script he's just being your basic liberal hack and so i will not miss him on the daily show um i don't know though um whether they may even want to continue with that show i feel like that format is kind of dying of late night late night comedy i don't think so because there are a number of shows that keep on coming up with the same concept it's just that i feel like they've been overtaken by uh different types of commentators Mm -hmm. uh, on social media and youtube and elsewhere uh candice owens she has had yes the candice owens the ben shapiro's of this world and and uh you know uh other people uh on the left that are also on these alternative platforms I don't know that these guys still carry much sway in, mm-hmm. in forming public opinion. But hey, I guess let's wait and see what happens. Um, many people, of course, are going to try and compare his legacy to that of Jon Stewart. Yeah. But I think Jon Stewart was the OG. He is the OG. So there's no replacing him. Who do you think ought to replace Trevor Noah if they're going to carry on with this show? Um. Who should they give it to? Charlemagne? Mm-hmm. He already has a he show. He already has a show. Yes. Oh, one hell of a week his show already I don't think so I don't know I don't know I can't think of anybody let them give it to Kanye West Kanye West (laughs) (laughs) I mean that would be different (laughs) well anyway uh, Trevor Noah um, well done seven uh, solid years yeah I'm curious to see what he will do next Mm -hmm. I hope he takes a stab at acting I mean why not he actually said that he misses going on tour and you know doing his comedy specials and comedy tours so he says he wants to focus on that after he leaves the show and he won't be coming back next year so he'll be doing his run up until the end of the year that is December okay yeah so enjoy the few remaining episodes of uh, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah while he's still the host uh, because uh, he won't be the host for much longer do you know I didn't watch it much I really didn't I didn't watch after Jon Stewart left I was like, how is it going to be different? And when they put like a black guy, I'm sorry, they put Trevor Noah. I'm like, how? I did not see how it was going to work. You understand? (laughs) Well, I guess for those who are fans of Trevor Noah, and he has many fans Mm -hmm. uh, around the world, um, maybe he did right by them and they're quite pleased with what he did and they are sad to see him go for the rest of us who weren't such huge fans. uh, I think... uh, Won't miss him. (laughs) We won't miss him. We'll be fine. We shall be fine. We but him and Dua Lipa, that's something I, I want to yeah. keep following. So please exactly. keep, keep us updated on that, okay? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Sarah, for letting us know what's popping. You are listening to RX Radio. This next song is from Robin Thicke, 2 Chains, and Kendrick Lamar. It's Give It To You. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? What's poppin'?